And if you drag it to the beginning, then it won't start until you hit the play button. So well, you can time for it some better. reason when I refreshed it, it didn't just immediately start playing. It's only when you open it and then tab away and then go back. It's I guess it starts it, but if you refresh it, SoundCloud has a record of like a cache of the data that says it's already paused. How stupid! All right, well I, I'm ready to go. Let's let's all right. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. Uh. reference to an anime or at least i really hope it is i know i know paranoia agent is yeah paranoia agent is uh i remember i was talking to nick because he was trying to come up with like what he wanted his name to be on soundcloud because he Mm -hmm. was like sharing stuff on there and uh, i know he originally was gonna be like leica which is the dog the russian sent into space just because he thought it was like cool (laughs) (laughs) well i like his beats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i'll give him that yes. um and i guess yeah. uh with that uh i guess we'll we'll say um hello welcome to uh why this not that yeah that's it that's the show this is uh this is where uh we make jokes about the fact that everyone has to make decisions and that's how the world is apparently uh why i feel like i came off real like antagonistic to choices there i feel like i came really off as did. like it, you you really hate the fact <laughs> that, that i have to choose there things. are multiple uh options <laughs> at any given point yeah ooh, i i guess i want to get out in front and say that is me i hate choices and they're stupid <laughs> fuck them uh <laughs> just go ahead make sure that these these motherfuckers know what i'm like and what i'm about <laughs> Drew is antagonistic to choices. Yeah, I'm. I'm not anti-choice. You know, I'm not that. Poli- I'm not. This isn't a political podcast. I am anti-choices. I don't I like think, that people I think choose. What's fun about this podcast is that at any point it could be. Oh, um yeah. Really, without us having anything to do about it. And if I've looked yeah. at a few of these questions, mm-hmm. yeah, it could get political. God, it could get so stupid. Idiot political. I don't want yeah. that. I don't want that. Don't ask me any of those questions, Drew. I'm going to exclusively ask you that. Well, the the neat thing is uh, this sets up an expectation of like, oh, maybe they plan to later in the episode get political. And so when I ask you something that's like, hey, uh, Daniel, why two socks and not a box of them? Then that, like, then your justification of that is gets that like super political. No. I, I oh, God. Do. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so worried. I'm like, why is yeah. that? Why is that a thing for teams and groups? Uh, I guess because like there's like teams called the Sox. Oh God, I could see some idiot that we know sending a (laughs) dumb question like that, and we'd answer it, and it'd make me sad. Yeah, and it'd be super political. It'd be a whole thing. (laughs) Man, I'm glad that's not happening. But that's the show. Uh, It's it's you get given a decision, and then you have to justify it. Uh, Unlike in regular life, where you get to choose the decision, and then you have to maybe justify it or maybe not. That that part kind of depends. Um, that's the concept. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Drew. Uh, I'm, da- I'm Daniel. Yeah, yeah he, right. is, he uh, is Daniel. We're at the four minute mark. Drew, quick, in a minute, tell me what you've been up to recently. I have been, uh, watched Game of Thrones last week because it premiered. Um, and then I have been, uh, working at the job that I work at and I got a new mouse. Um, that is it. You have 40 seconds left. Oh, oh, damn. All right, I guess, uh, so this mouse, right, it has seven buttons on the side, two in the middle, uh, and then two more, you know, your left and your right clickies. It uh, changes <laughs> colors. It has a bunch of LEDs in it. It's real cool. Nice, nice. Um, okay. The two buttons in the center, the the top one, it turns up the sensitivity of the cursor, I think and the bottom one turns DPI. down. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, yeah, because yeah, I, I know. index, I believe. Okay, because I know I press it, and it goes super fast. Um, it's not a feature I need or would have like looked for when purchasing, but it's yeah, and if you that accidentally hit the button, it's not a feature you want. No, it's actively a thing <laughs> that will fuck me up. Bad. Very yeah. good. Very Perfect. good. 
All right, uh, One real minute. quick for me. Um, uh, uh, I, I almost got scammed, I'm pretty Ooh. sure, by Wild West Online because it turns out that it is connected to uh, a guy who makes a bunch of scam games. Oh. Uh, most notably, uh, Big Rigs Truckers, if you've ever heard of that game. Oh, wait, holy shit, is that for real? This, <laughs> this is the rest is a, of the podcast. What the fuck? This is a real thing. <laughs> um, this, oh. I, I will go into details later if you want. Just look up uh, the name uh, Sergei Titov, and you will learn uh, a vast amount about his various uh, things. And oh, yesterday, shit. yesterday I got pulled over. And okay. I didn't get a ticket, though, because I just told the cop that I get incredibly paranoid. So that's why I had trouble sitting in my lane, because I okay. thought the person driving behind me was going to kill me. But it turned out it was just a policeman who pulled <laughs> me over. <laughs> okay. And that's, that's what I've been up to. Fun. Is that your full? Okay, I got yeah, it. for me. Man, I, I'm going to dive the fuck into this being... <laughs> fucking big rigs <laughs> trucker boys yeah yeah certainly. yeah it's really it's very interesting when i started learning about it i was like wow this is really cool i wish i hadn't given them 60 of my dollars um <laughs> but but we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see we'll happens. see we'll see how that goes oh boy that's gonna be real neat uh yeah so that's what you've been up to uh in case you guys are uh our our, our listeners are keeping up with the lore <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Of, of the goddamn podcast. Oh, uh, I will say before we jump into the first question, uh, yes. Melanie uh, should keep oh, doing Taekwondo. Absolutely. She should keep doing Taekwondo, not only for herself. Good. All right. Well, <laughs> let's, let's get into the question. Yeah. Uh, so this week's theme, um, as uh, obviously our viewers who have come back to this one um, from future episodes now, uh, mm -hmm. this this episode's theme was teams and groups. Um, and then people who are in the present will know from our past episode, uh, episode three, that is, that the teaser question and thus the first one for this one is for you, Daniel. And Daniel, that teaser question, hop right on into it, is Daniel... Why the New York Giants and not actual Giants? All right. Um, this is going to be difficult for me, mm -hmm. not because I'm going to have a hard time answering the question, but because listening back to other episodes, I use like, I say like so many times and it makes me angry. So I'm going to actively be censoring myself from just saying it's like, 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 Mm. You know, I'm in, just going to add him in. Oh, please don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. So why the New York Giants, not regular Giants? Not, not actual Giants. And I will okay. clarify, like, mythical. Not like okay, a person talking, that's like eight feet. I'm talking like a, a mythical race of creatures that are like 12 feet tall and larger. Similar to um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. What's the, what's the old, the, the, the story, guy meets a bunch of Giants, the Odyssey? No, that's... Uh, it, in, in Homer's Odyssey, he meets one specific giant who asks him, he goes, who's there? Because he's blinded him. And he goes, nobody. And the giant goes, oh, nobody's there? Okay. And he stops looking for him. That's the only thing I've got for the Odyssey. Well, I, I will say this for... Gulliver's for, Travels. Gulliver's Travels. That is what it is. Damn it. Okay. Um, here is... <laughs> Here is why uh, you would want the New York Giants as opposed to just regular Giants. Uh -huh. um, regular Giants really only respect um, other Giants because other Giants are exactly as gigantic as they are. Okay. Therefore, if a small person is to go up to a regular Giant and say, yes. Hey, do you want to follow my orders and do everything that I say? so that we can get enough points to win a football game. Uh-huh. A regular giant won't hear you. They're too high up. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they are too tall, for okay. one. The other thing, they're so big, they would yes. say, why would we play this game? Why would we want to? You're so small. I'm, I'll eat you. I will stomp on you. I shouldn't just assume that that all giants are aggressive, but most mythical giants, aside from Iron Giant, are are usually 
uh, look down on on humans with a, with an impunity. Yeah, not even just like literally, but like also like like figuratively. I don't really know, but yeah. Yes. So they say this is a small man's thing. Now the New York Giants, and I don't know if you know this, but they get paid to follow the orders of a small person, somebody that isn't as strong as they are, that probably isn't as smart as they are, but he knows how to talk. Okay. So, the, by, by comparison, then the New York Giants can't speak. The New York Giants, pretty much no. <laughs> I, I, I guess they can say like Red 42, but that's not... They, they can say Red 42, they can say Hut, they can say Hut, and they can say Hike. But yes. they, they are designed, they are bred and paid to <laughs> specifically follow orders they're they're that way from college like they don't even really have to like do school they just yeah. have to they they just listen to the coach play well yes. and then there you go now you're now you make a lot of money so you just instantly if you go there you either you either tell them hey i have so much money i'm a coach now mm-hmm. uh, i'm that's fucking dumb the coach doesn't <laughs> pay the guys but it's just somebody gives me a lot of money and I say, yeah. hey, I'm being paid and you guys are being paid. Let me tell you what to do. I need you guys to go ramshack a boat. I need you guys to catch that, that Hail Mary pass and also throw it and block the other team from catching it. Okay. I need you guys to do that. If I'm going like, oh, fuck, I did it. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> but if I go to a regular regular normal giant yes. regular normal um and i say hey do these things they they won't do it and even if they did do it they are too big to play football <laughs> they're not allowed to they're not well, allowed to they hold, hold. most of i think most mythical giants would probably be about the size of a football field well what what i would what i would pull actually to to refute that is we know from the the numerous airbud and spin-off uh, film franchise uh, that if there isn't a rule that explicitly forbids a giant from play then they would allow him to play in a game so i don't know if there is a rule on the book that would forbid a giant from playing football that i i will say that that is that is true, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like, and I'm using it is sort of like, not in a like way, yeah, but of it's course. sort of like saying that like a loaded mounted turret gun, like firing in all directions, can technically play football <laughs> until it kills everyone by either just tripping mm. over itself or getting mad because okay. somebody like climbed up a beanstalk or whatever. <laughs> the, the 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 classic Jack Beanstalk. The, yeah, the classic Jack Beanstalk, and and so if if they do get mad, and mm-hmm. and as I said, it's so easy to accidentally just stomp or fall down and kill so many people, especially with with if you are one giant playing against another group <laughs> of twelve guys and they're uh-huh. running around your feet trying to tackle you, you're probably going to kill one. Like, even if you're really trying hard not to, you're probably yeah. going to kill at least three of those guys. It's just being a giant. And if you're a gentle giant, oh, you'd be crushed. Oh, so like, you, you would, ooh. Yeah, you, you would make sure to add the rule, giants can't play football. <laughs> and then he'd, 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 he'd throw his jersey to his coach, and his coach would suffocate and die underneath it while he slowly walks and bursts through the little spot where the team goes after the game as the sad music plays and he's just stomping on several other guys, <laughs> drinking like his regular size Gatorade. It's cute, but sad oh, is tragic. And so that's why I would say the the New York Giants as opposed to regular football. So you're saying a regular game of football at the professional level is preferable to untold deaths oh, even, and the even, sadness of one giant. Even like if you take out football, football players still are contractually obligated to do things outside of football. That's true. Okay. Like they have to go to press conferences, they go to all of these stupid events and they can answer questions and so there are what there are there are ways outside of the game to control them. Okay, a, yeah. A giant would have a hard time signing a contract because they're so big. And pins are so small. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> oh boy, okay. that was a hard time for me. But I, I feel like I only did one regular 
Oh god, I, this question's terrible that I just saw. Oh. oh. Uh, I'll, I'll ignore it. I might let you do that one. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll okay, see. so let me see. What question do I want to do? Yep. Yeah, we got quite a bit of oh, submissions so for this one. Yeah. Oh, I like this one from Paige Hansen. So, in any given situation, Drew, okay. just any given situation, why a pack of wolves, not a pack of baseball cards? Uh, this is okay. a very team slash group question. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the group is the pack of wolves, and the team is the pack of baseball cards. Mm. Um, all right, so so just any given situation, run of the mill. Um, I mean, so uh, you look at the two times when when you encounter both of these things. So like I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the woods, um, and I'm all and I'm all alone. I'm, I'm itching for company, right? And I'm, I'm stranded. It's snowing. I, I haven't eaten in days. Who hasn't been there? Uh, and so, oh, but who, who's coming up to greet me and welcome me into the, the world of the woods but a pack of wolves? They're furry, they're basically dogs, and dogs are man's best friend, and there's a <laughs> lot of them. And so that's really nice. If I am in that same situation, exactly, I haven't eaten again, I have not eaten in dates, it is snowy, I'm all alone in the woods and a pack of baseball cards starts coming out of the woods, that's fucking terrifying, right? One, best case scenario is they're the size they're supposed to be, and they're a little tiny, but that just means they get to get right up on me before I see them. That's way scarier. I don't want to be surprised by a pack of baseball they cards coming out. Did you specify that this was out in, like, the snow? Yeah, it's out in the snow, out in the woods. Also, they might just be packed under the snow. You might not even see them. Again, they they just burst out of the snow at me like some fucking like some snowy walks. Yeah, you might so, get like surprised by just a, a Ken Griffey just hopping right just, out of there. Just hopping right out. And I mean, don't get me wrong. First edition, super rare mint condition, very valuable. Not the not the time I want to see it is jumping out at me from the snow from the woods yet again. And again, that's if they're regular size. If I, if I'm to assume these things are all equal and the baseball cards are the size of wolves, and it's even scarier. Right? I, I will say that the the baseball cards are are standard issue trading card size. Okay, I so yeah, my first point stands. Those things are fucking terrifying. I can't tell when they're gonna come at me from the woods. Do not like it. But you know, let's flip it. Let's give the baseball cards some benefit of the doubt. And how about I encounter? <laughs> I encounter some a pack of wolves when I would normally, you know, I'm at a Target, right? And I I, I went there just to look at the socks and stuff and kill some time. And I'm like, oh, you know, here they got their trading card section. Let me just go have a look. Uh, and then I go, I uh, go through the self-checkout, I get my cards, and I go to my car, and I'm like, you know, let's, let's go and see what I got here. And so I take, you know, the uh, the big tops, whatever thing, I flip it over, I rip open the back of the packaging, and I rip open the packaging completely, and then some wolves fly out into my car, right? That sounds dope to me. One, that's an unexpected change to my day. I was like, oh, hey, Drew, what'd you do, buy some cards? That's a boring story. Oh, hey, Drew, what'd you do, open up a small thing that fit in your hand and wolves came out of it? That is an exciting story. I'm now an interesting person with things to talk talk about and things happening in his life in both cases wolves are the preferable option and i will i will also say this i will add to your point um if you are out in the woods and you get stranded and these these are the 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 cool kind of wolves yes. and like say like they find you when you're a baby Ooh. And they take you in. You're raised by a pack of wolves. You're a wolf man. You're you're running through the woods. You're you're taking down prey. You're gnashing at them with your teeth. Do you know what happens if you're raised by a pack of baseball cards? I would die. <laughs> you you would die if you were if a bunch of baseball cards found you as a baby. I, I would or die if I was lucky. Worst case scenario, yeah. you get raised by a Sosa, and then you become like rookie of the year. Yeah. But even then, that's not major league. I'm looking real rose tinted at that point. Well, and here's the thing: it's it's best case scenario. I'm raised by a pack of baseball cards. I get you know rookie of the year, something like that. More than likely, like if I'm lucky, I'll just die whenever the, whenever the cards <laughs> find me. Realistically, you would die. It's worst case. Worst case scenario is these baseball cards take me in, treat me as one of their own, and they instill their values and way of life into me. And I don't want any part of that. I'd rather be dead. That is true. Uh, baseball players are known to have um, just some of the rock and rollinest lifestyles. Mm -hmm. And they, not even the players, the cards of the players. The cards, yeah. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> way worse. <laughs> That's a twist. <laughs> oh no! Okay, all right, all right. Okay, all right. No uh, 
All right, so this one, Daniel, um, I know just enough about sports to make this question fun. All right, uh, this next question is from uh, is from Andy Lee's, and Daniel, I want to I want to clarify here. Uh, you are putting together a team to play in the Super Bowl. You're playing a game of football, high stakes Super Bowl, and I want to know, Daniel, why the New York Mets? Not the New York Nets. Okay, for for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl, for the which is the Super Bowl, which is a game of football. I want to know why the baseball team, the New York Mets, and not the basketball team, the New York Nets. Uh, <laughs> 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 I. I have to I have to give props to this one mm-hmm. because this is the first time I've ever just cracked up at the question. Uh-huh. Like not even like me trying to piece it together. The question itself mm-hmm. is 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 just oh boy. Yeah. Oh good gravy. Okay. Well, first off, first off, I will say this that um baseball. Yes. Is is a height based sport? I mean, basketball is also height based, but not in the same way. It's the players are tall. The players in basketball are tall dudes. Yes, but they are more. Uh, they're kind of slender, kind of slender athletic builds. Mm-hmm. And so, first off, if you're going to go into the Super Bowl and everybody's a little twig man, especially a really tall twig man, they will get broken in half. They will just get torn in half if they because the other team is not being made up of baseball players and basketball players. The team that they are against will probably be oh god, a football team probably. Yeah, just a regular good, very good Super Bowl worthy football team. <laughs> these these are the people that were that will uh, absolutely tear most, not all, but most really tall, lanky uh, basketball players in half. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing about uh, basketball, and I will say that this this is a benefit that they have, is that mm-hmm. basketball is a sport of, of passing. Passing mm-hmm. is very important. But it's also very, very high scoring. Very seldom do you get games where people just aren't making points. Yeah, very point. Very, so very you get more used to this idea of, oh, hey, you missed a pass. That's okay, we can just hit a three pointer and then just, you know, if they miss a pass, just get it and get all these. There's a lot more room for error in basketball, I feel, because it's so much faster. It's a very fast game. Yeah. Football doesn't allow for that. If you pass in football and, and it hits the ground, that's just an incomplete pass and it's over. So mm-hmm. if you want somebody with the precision and the long throwing, you got to go baseball. Pitchers, that's all they get paid for. A pitcher is just a, a slightly less active quarterback in, yeah. in baseball. And wide receivers <laughs> are just pretty much outfielders. I, I, I can see that. So it's like in, in baseball, it's, the, it's the, the quarterback slash pitcher is trying to throw the ball to the catcher slash receiver. And then you also have the other player playing defense like they were like a, a corner guard or a cornerback, and they're trying to basically swat the ball away, except in baseball it's with a bat, which I assume they would carry with them into the football game, uh, and just kind of knock it out of the way so he doesn't catch it. And there's no rules that say you can't take a baseball bat into a football game. It totally specifies. Uh, well, hold on. Let me double check. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Football rules, uh, baseball bat. <laughs> 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 Uh, I think that, oh, no, this, these are baseball rules. This is just different kind of, uh, yeah, there, I, I'm not seeing any rules immediately that say that okay. you can't use a baseball bat in football, you know, so long as, as it's regulation, everything should be good. Uh, so actually, I, so I have found, uh, there is a rule 12 in, uh, in the NFL official playbook regarding oh, no. player conduct, right? Uh, <laughs> the only mention of, uh, this actually, this actually is going to help you. So it, it's article 15 specifically pertains to the use of the helmet as a weapon. It is the only thing. You can't use the weapon to string, uh, to strike, swing at, or throw at an opponent. It doesn't say shit about bats. You can totally That's use right. Bats. There you, you go. Use, you can even use it as a weapon as long as it's not a helmet. <laughs> Good use a helmet. I, use I, a helmet. Can't wait. I can't Got wait for the New York Mets 
to go in there with that strategy. But another point for New York Mets yes. being baseball. If you've ever watched baseball, the outfielders, when they get when they catch the ball from really anywhere, their goal is to throw it directly to to home plate or one of the other basemen. Mm-hmm. You, you want as few middlemen as possible. So they are also throwing incredibly far, which means that if your oh, pitcher, yeah. a.k.a. quarterback, gets injured, you got mm-hmm. three or four other wide receivers just ready to go and be oh, like, yeah. oh, hey, I'll, I'll throw the football. I can throw very far. This yeah. is good. Because speed, speed is important in football, yes. but accuracy and height. Mm-hmm. So you have more time to get to it. Yeah. It's also crucial. And so I feel like, like, I wish, I'm sorry that this answer wasn't funnier. But <laughs> it's just like, a good one. To the viewers at home, this answer wasn't very funny. But the viewers. New York Mets being a baseball team, um, because, you know, there's some chunky motherfuckers playing baseball. Yeah. Like, these are, these are dudes that probably could do NFL if they just, you know, learned uh, legs, not hands. So, yeah. <laughs> And it's just, they just they have better throwing potential, and this is also keeping in mind that one of their hands is handicapped because they all got those dumbass gloves in them. Imagine yeah. if they had two hands at their disposal; they had, oh, they're already the, better than most football players. Imagine how much they could throw if they had both of their hands available. Yeah, throwing a ball with two hands is much easier than throwing a ball with one. And then imagine it's the person, the people on the team who would be who'd be basically switched oh, over. Oh, and that's to another thing. A lot of basketball players they shoot with two. Yeah. And that's but, that's gonna look dumb when you're playing football, fucking <laughs> holding the ball over your head, overhead passing with two hands, <laughs> look like a goddamn dork. <laughs> okay, now now it's pretty funny. Okay, I got that, but it didn't start there because the answer was it was a little easy, but yeah. but just how dorky? Because basketball you're supposed to look really cool. Yeah, like a lot of the dudes pride themselves on how dope they look. But you put a you put a basketball player on a football field throwing a football with two hands, like he's going for a three pointer. <laughs> Looking doofus. If you can't like, throw it as far, fucking doofus. Yeah. You, just, you just look like a big dumb boy. What the? What is this question? Oh uh, God, I kind of want to ask it, but I. Oh Jesus Christ! These are stupid. <laughs> Oh, I love this one from Josh Hendricks. This one okay. is good. Oh, this one is this one is very good. Uh, I'm not going to give any context. It's okay. just objectively. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got to... Well, you know, oh, fuck it. <laughs> this one is just... Oh, he has another one in here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to ask the second one. I'm sorry. The second one is funnier to me. We can edit out me uh, making the decision and just jump okay. right to me doing this one because it's taking forever. But, um, <laughs> Drew. Yeah. Why the Backstreet Boys, not the Front Yard Men? I, and I, I, I have no specific context with this one. Um, I mean, I can, I can give you a little bit. It's just... um. Uh, one of these two mm-hmm. uh, very famous bands needs to make a return to the spotlight. Oh. So out of the two, why the Backstreet Boys, not the Front Yard Men? I mean, the, the, all right, so it's the easy answer, the answer everyone who's listening to this is thinking of is uh, the, the reason I would do Backstreet Boys is uh, people who have heard of them. Um, but if I'm not going to take that answer, because that's easy. Oh, yeah, um, no, don't take that answer. Imagine a world. Where, where <laughs> both the Backstreet Boys and the Front Yard Men were mm-hmm. making songs at the same time. Uh, what's the song the Backstreet Boys did? Uh, quit playing games with my heart. All right, quit playing games with my heart. And, yes. and then the Front Yard Men did, hey, start playing games with my heart. And mm. so, like, think of that. They're, they're the antithesis <laughs> to the Backstreet Boys. I, it's, okay, so they, they're like the parallel universe Backstreet Boys. Um, That's right. All right. Well, it's it's here's the thing. Uh, as I said in the intro, uh, I am against having to make choices empirically. Uh, right. Yeah. And and here's the neat thing about uh, boy bands and men bands, um, as <laughs> as we understand them, is they kind of it's they 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 start out, um, and they they aren't exactly 
known for their versatility, right? Uh, it, it's you go to a boy band, you kind of know the sound you're going to get. You know the kind of what you're going to get out of not only the band as a whole, but each member. Here is the trick, though. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember this group, Daniel, but there, there's an interesting thing that makes the Backstreet Boys different, and that's the group Boys Two Men. So here's the thing. Front yard men, there's no group that's called men to boys or men to men. And so the front yard men are stuck. They are stuck as the front yard men forever. If I if I'm throwing them out there and the audience just isn't feeling it, oh well, I should have booked a better show. And I did by picking the Backstreet Boys. Because if I throw out the Backstreet Boys and they're like, eh, I don't know if I'm really feeling these Backstreet Boys songs anymore, I just invoke boys to men, then I turn them into the Backstreet Men. They've got a whole new sound now. And so I'm just more versatile with the group, with, with what I can do with them. They just help me out longer. <laughs> I do like it. Um, um, <laughs> but, but out of, out of the bands, yeah. um, uh, uh, Backstreet Boys, Backstreet yes. Boys, um, hit songs. Uh-huh. Why would you choose their songs? Like, why is I Want It That Way better than I Don't Want That At All by the Front Yard Men? Uh, in that specific example, um, it's... I want it. I want it that way. Is more specific. I, I am so tired of these cookie cutter pop songs. Like they just they they say things like, "Oh, it's oh, I love you so much," or "Oh, I remember whenever you did that for me." And it, because they aren't specific, <laughs> because because they aren't like they don't give me the details. I don't believe it. It it, it comes off as inauthentic, right? But like there's a a, a song. Um, uh, uh, actually, I know exactly. Uh, what I'm thinking of, uh, bam, bam, bam. There's a uh, there's a British R&B guy to kind of segue a little bit off of, but thematically the same. Uh, named Craig David, and he has a song called uh, called like Seven Days, another song called Fill Me In. And he's literally in the song, he's like telling like the story of he met this girl. It was a quarter past four. I went to read my watch, and like my watch wasn't there, so I couldn't tell her the time when she asked. But that level of specificity, I really relate to. One, I'm I'm I feel like I'm there. I'm watching him, you know, spit game at this girl. I feel like. <laughs> And, I, and that's and important. And when I, and you hear I'm, someone singing, yeah. you want to be like you're watching them. Yeah, uh, try to advance on a woman. Yeah, and so and like and so I actually I feel like the story is genuine. It comes across better. And if he just goes, I don't want it that way. One, that's annoying. Like, just tell me what you want. <laughs> what the fuck? Why would you just? What are we doing this by by elimination? So it, I, I assume that means that me and the front yard man are in like a relationship, right? And we're talking about our feelings and stuff. And then I say like, Hey, what if you and I? What if our relationship was like this? Like, nah, not that way. I'm like, All right, no, well, I don't front want yard it that man. way at all. Yeah, it's like, All right, well, front yard man, how about you contribute to the fucking relationship for once, right? How about you? <laughs> Tell me what you want. I can't communicate with all five of you. There's you a reason listening. they broke up. There's a reason yeah. the front yard men broke up. Yeah, and it's that. It's they can't communicate well. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, the front yard men. Man, that's, that's, man, they just got to... They gotta step it up if they if they really want to go the if they want to go the distance with me you know if they want if they want this to really last then they gotta be more active in the relationship. Uh, the question, Daniel, that I've got for you is a question from uh, from Linton Lee's. Oh. Uh, and the one, Daniel, He's got I want so many. Jesus, he, okay. he does. Um, this one is going to be. Uh, better. No, if you no, also... no, no! I see you highlighting the one you're about to ask. Yeah, if you can also read it as I say it, but it's Daniel. Uh, Linton Lee's asks, Daniel, why no I in team and not team? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um here here's the 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 main reason why why you would prefer the the no I in team, not T I M. Oh wait, T E A I M? T E A I M Yeah, I am treating this like T I M. Like T-E-A-I-M. the I the I just shoots in at the end of it. Time. Time. Gorsh. Dang. Time. Okay. Well, why no I in team, not time? Yes. It is, um, well, there's a couple reasons. Most notably yes. is that if it was time mm-hmm. and not team with no I in it, yeah. most coaches wouldn't have a job, I don't think. And I don't know if you've ever been 
on a team, but it's always the, the main draw. Like if anyone is acting up, yeah. all you have to say, and everyone immediately understands is, hey, there's no I in team. And then mm-hmm. everyone says, oh, shit, you're right. There is no letter I in the word team. Damn, yeah, that's we're going to work together. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to win this game. We're going to really get it. That's not how you spell team at all. He's right. Yeah. But not only are we better as a team now, but we learned a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we, we all grew. We've it's, been informed about the spelling of the word team. I'm learning how to spell words one word at a time. <laughs> and one reduction of a letter at a time, <laughs> as most people learn words. Really? The, um, the, the, <laughs> I'm that joke right now. I'll wait and, I, and I will say, I will uh-huh. say that I... I, I actually prefer it that way because I just looked up uh, T-E-A-I-M, time. Yeah. And w- the first couple results are these, these shitty shirts that somebody made on Cafe Press. Oh, that fuck. That says yeah. player. And it's just like, oh, okay. It's just so now nobody can say there's no I in team. You, you so bitch, yeah. if it was chime, mm-hmm. you're making everybody on that chime become a dick. If it was time always, then that person would always just be a jerk all yeah. the time. It, you, you, instead of having <laughs> – it's obvious, but instead of having a team, you now have a chime. And so that's – instead of being a, a, a one solid group of eight guys, you now just have eight solid one guys all playing for themselves because they're all on their own time. <laughs> so, all right, there it is. <laughs> and everybody is just being selfish. I will also say that just the another super simple answer is that team is so much easier to say than time. Than time. Um, I, I will see if there's like a if there. Let me let me bring up a Microsoft Sam real quick and see um, if there's a pronunciation for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's just let's just here. Let's put T E A I M. Let me make sure I'm saying it right. Oh, they're saying team. They're saying team. They're saying team. So it it isn't quite time. Which mm. which I, I, I pictured as time as aim because A I M, but it's yeah. team. 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 It, it, it's like it's like somebody's Dragon Ball O C who's like T N, but his third eye is below that's the true. other two instead of and above. The thing it. about it is that when you put the I in team, because team is strong, that's one syllable. That's team. But team, yeah. it brings it down. It, you have to go on kind of a lower, a lower uh, uh, drop-off point on the second syllable yeah, hit your uh, of it. Weird. And it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as strong. It's like, we're a team. We work we're together. A we're a yeah. team. <laughs> we work together. <laughs> that just sounds worse. Yeah. It's just like, we're working as one, not, not one. one. Uh, Jesus, Whoa. fuck. <laughs> one. <laughs> team. Jesus, shitty fucking question. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm just, I'm working so hard and I say like all the time. It's really a struggle. After this episode, I should be good, but this, this is a problem. Yeah. Man, no I in team versus, I, I almost wish that that one was switched. Like why, why time instead Not- of no I in team? Let's see if there's a good one to, um, to, uh, to, to, to kind of give a switcheroo on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll do it for... Oh, you know what? Let's, let's knock out... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this one. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually will switch it. This is a question from Riley Michaels. Okay. And the, his question mm-hmm. was, why teamwork, not DreamWorks? But, but I think we know teamwork. That's been all of our answers so far. Absolutely. So why DreamWorks, not Teamwork? All right. Are you going to give me a, uh, a specific like a context for it, or am I going to be able to duck out of this one super easy? Well, here's the thing about – because he actually wrote it like the company, like the people. Yeah, he did. Like mm-hmm. it, is a, it is a company. Mm-hmm. But let us assume that everybody kind of made movies on accident because there is no teamwork. Okay. This is DreamWorks – exists mm-hmm. where teamwork does not. Okay, so it's Why the, it, is that better? Okay, so it's in in this reality, it's the company DreamWorks exists, but there is no yes. like DreamWorks, there is no like cohesion. Not 
There is no, there is no cohesion within that company. It's just a bunch of people. Uh, here's the thing. There is a, there is a very famous, a very long uh, running uh, quote. I think it's probably attributed to anonymous because that's how quotes work. No one ever actually ever said anything. Everything is anonymously <laughs> quoted. Um, and the, the quote is: If you put a million monkeys typing on infinity typewriters in a room, they will eventually produce all the work of Shakespeare. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. DreamWorks is doing that, and you would go, oh, well, oh, hey, yeah, sure, but monkeys are going to be putting out a bunch of nonsense scripts and whatnot, but here's the thing. We live in a world with DreamWorks, and we see what happens when you do that. You get B-Movie, you get uh, Shrek, you get Shrek the Third. You actually get completed full feature-length films just by a bunch of monkeys typing on random typewriters. And you know what? You come to me and say, sure, it's like, oh, hey, you know, really the themes of Shrek, once you get to the third act of that film, of being the anti-fairy tale it kind of just turns into fairy tale you know what sure i'll concede that but also (laughs) counterpoint it was written by a bunch of monkeys randomly typing on typewriter keys the fact that one all of it is in english and is coherent sentences is not talked about enough well it's really bound to happen though yeah, I mean, eventually, sure, but who would have thought we would have seen it in our lifetime, right? And also so many, because it's not just Shrek the Third. It's not just Shrek Happily Ever After, right? It's also Shark Tale. It is also... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 f- f- I can't find this fast enough. I can just edit it so that it seems like I found this fast enough. Why would I even try to find it quicker? Eat it. Films. Eat boy. I'm not gonna uh, feature <laughs> films. It's also ants. It's also oh, the road. Ants. The road to El Dorado is a DreamWorks feature. And again, to reiterate, bunch of monkeys typing and, on typewriters. And also, I will say this. I will say this is that in 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 the reality that you've set up, where it's a bunch of monkeys writing on typewriters, that mm-hmm. means the the storyboards, the animation, the <laughs> bunch the, of monkeys, the music. Composed and written by Elton John, a bunch of monkeys. Monkeys. That was nothing, <laughs> nothing yeah. but a bunch of monkeys. It is a bunch of monkeys. And here's the thing: I think like it's and it's you go know, okay. So I think I've clearly I've made an unbreakable case for why the art of what these group of monkeys do is is very valuable. But also, aside from the the subjective value of just what they do, Shrek Two brought in 920 million dollars. Like, these monkeys are making a lot of revenue. These are some very rich monkeys typing on probably golden typewriters. Like, it's also from just a business perspective. You've got to respect what these guys do. I, I do respect what those guys do. And, mm-hmm. and if I recall correctly, Teamwork has never brought in any money. <laughs> I have never seen a film made by Teamwork gross uh, <laughs> as much money as the collective works of DreamWorks. <laughs> I just looked up teamwork gross earnings and actually the first thing was uh, the role of teamwork in predicting movie earnings um, so really teamwork is only good at for figuring it. out predicting how much it's, movies made by singular monkeys is going uh, to make and this really, it's just piggybacking off of the people making these movies it's yeah. It's just it, it is just benefiting from the work that these monkeys put in. It take it takes a whole group of people just to figure out why all of these <laughs> monkeys is making so much money, right? It's you would think if you had if you had a if you had infinity monkeys, right, and infinity time for them to analyze the businesses which that go on do. in this country, which we do, they would be able to figure it out all on their own. They wouldn't need a team. They just you just need a bunch of monkeys. Mm. Mm. I like it. That's a, that's a good answer. That answer yeah. makes me float. All it right. just plops me in the sky and leaves me there. Which of these do I want? There's so many good ones. There's a lot of really good ones. And I, and I still feel so bad for being so terrible at this today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, we, did, we did predict going into it that this episode was going to be off. I think we, we literally last night were like, yeah, no, tomorrow's is going to be weird. Yeah, but on the bright side, though, I did get pulled over and maybe scammed out of sixty dollars. So that's pretty cool. So that's a win-win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh man, I'm scoping. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to be more active about uh, picking out mm-hmm. ones from each person. 
All right, this one, uh, whenever I read this question, I actively laughed Fuck out you. loud Fuck so you. hard I hate your guts. at this one. I hate Holy your fucking guts. Shit, I loved this one so much. This question reads perfectly, it's phrased, and it's built up so good. Uh, and so, Daniel, uh, this question is from Paul Smith. Uh, and Paul Smith asks, uh, Daniel, why the Knights of the Round Table? And not the Holocaust Survivor Memoir, Night, by Elie Wiesel. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I'm not, uh, I'm not even going to give any context, just in general. No, I know. I know you're not. There, I, I will go ahead. And, and viewers uh, down the line already know this. So coming back to this, they will be reminded. That if there is one thing I'm bad at, it is history. I don't know dick about history. Like, I'm already, like, not, I'm not smart. I'm not a smart man. That's what makes me qualified to answer silly questions. When you give me things based in real, actual history, and then you put it in the realm of the fantastical, which I also don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay. Uh. Uh. uh okay. Ellie Weisel. Okay. Who this book? This book. It's a good book. It's, it's an a good one. book. Uh huh. It is a big, big one. It is a big deal. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming it's about a uh, about Auschwitz. Yeah, I, it, I will it, assume. At least part of it. It's about his uh, his survival of the Nazi German occupation. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. Oh, it's written about himself. Yeah, it's a really emotional, oh, really high regarded thing. This yeah. is a biography. Okay, uh-huh. that makes things a little easier. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, first off, I will say um, one of the, the, the good things about Knights of the Round Table yes. is you get a vast assortment of characters. Okay. Where Knight by Ellie Weissel. Um, mm-hmm. While probably having a fair amount of characters, they are all rooted in, in, in reality. These are all just real people. These are things that did happen. And so, if these real things, like, actually, which they did happen. I'm not going to say that the Holocaust yeah. didn't happen. I'm yeah, not yeah. one of those guys. But Ooh. I'm saying that I'm pretty positive that all of the characters that, that uh, Weissel probably interacted with yeah. Um, we're in a very similar situation. So what you're probably going to get there mm-hmm. is um, a lot of kind of overlap. Okay. In, in the overall characterization of each of the members of the book, except for maybe when you're getting into uh, the German officers, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of overlap in all of them. Now, yeah. the Knights of the Round Table, all of them are members of the Round Table, because they each have done their own heroic things. They earn their place to be there. So that means you're getting, Jesus Christ, how many members of the round table are there? Oh boy, oh boy. Oh gosh. In different stories, there are different numbers of knights, ranging from 12 to more than 150. Oh yeah, apparently that there's like 32 a lot of knights. And one of the main reasons why that is very important is because that gives the reader a lot more people to have the the chance to relate to. I can say this right now. Mm-hmm. I, being born in 1990, yes. I can't relate to to the horrible, horrible happenings yes. that Ellie Wiesel went mm-hmm. through. I'm not saying that he's writing the book to have people read through and say, oh, wow, yeah, I can relate to this. Mm-hmm. I get it. He was trying to show, oh, this was really terrible. Yeah. This was a really bad thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I've had bad things happen to me that were based in reality. Mm-hmm. But if he's just going to kind of like blow me out of the water so vastly. Okay. Why bother reading it? It's just going to make me feel worse about myself mm-hmm. because my problems aren't as bad as his are. But okay. I have a feeling that Sir Ector, me and him have a lot in common. It's a lot easier to to put yourself in his shoes. Cause I can he put is, myself in in, 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 in Sir Sir. Oh, who the fuck did I click on? Sir Ector. <laughs> I feel like me and Sir Ector have a lot in common. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Sir Ector, um, operated by the, the regular uh, code of chivalry, as we all do, um, living in, uh, in the, our current country, there is a particular code that we all strive for. I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I'm not living by the code of, of being stuck in a horrible, horrible man. Let me just say <laughs> that I hate that I have to <laughs> talk against <laughs> this poor guy's like life story. <laughs> because I feel like eventually at some point, I'm just gonna start being really mean, <laughs> and like that's gonna be the only direction I can well, go. I, I feel like I feel like my, my, my takeaway from your argument so far it's right, so it's, if you're gonna if you're gonna put yourself in an escapist if you're gonna put yourself just in uh, you're gonna be transported to another world whether that world is actually you know our own or the land of Arthurian myth as the Knights of the Round Table are it's it's if you if you have those two options of do I want to be mentally transported to uh, Arthurian England, where there are brave, heroic knights and wizards who are looking out for the little guy, or do I want to be transported to, to Nazi Auschwitz. Germany? Yeah, do I want Auschwitz? to go to Nazi Germany into just the actual Auschwitz concentration and camp? When you frame it that way, it would be hard to argue otherwise, I feel. Yes, but the thing about it specifically... Yes. And this is this is the thing is that I myself am not going there. This is specifically against the Knights of the Round Table mm-hmm. versus the book <laughs> Knight by Ellie Wiesel. By Ellie by Ellie Wiesel. And I will say this, um in to give more credit oh. um because I have to. Uh, I want to issue a formal apology <laughs> to to the author of Knight. I'm pretty sure he's dead, but I still want to apologize and and, and nothing against him, but he really only has the one story um, about Knight. The Knights of the Round Table have at least 150 different stories, and that's just assuming there's only one story, story per night. I get so many fun little little stories that I get to do here. Oh, no. Hi there, listener. This is Drew, uh, one of the hosts of Why This, Not That. At this point in the recording, our connection dipped out and so we had to reconvene and continue on we hope that you will also reconvene and join us for part two of episode four teams and groups